Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from October 14th to October 20th, 2013. Vulnerability activity sharply increased for the period, primarily due to the release of the Oracle Critical Patch Update for October 2013, and also the Oracle Java Update that had been released separately. The Oracle Critical Patch Update included security updates for 127 vulnerabilities in Oracle products and included 51 security updates for Oracle Java. Users that have not removed Java from their systems completely are strongly advised to update to the latest version, Java 7 Update 45, to correct the vulnerabilities. Red Hat and Apple also released security advisories and updates for their products. Other significant security activity included an updated version of Google Chrome, which should install automatically when the Chrome browser is opened. Finally, D-Link reported a user-agent string authentication bypass vulnerability that can be remotely exploited to compromise the router. As indicated in the IntelliShield alert metrics for last week, spam activity for the period also increased significantly. The majority of this activity continues to be previously reported spam message themes that have been altered in an attempt to bypass email security controls. There was a significant spam campaign launched using the latest Microsoft Security Bulletin release as the message theme that directed users to malicious websites and downloads. In attack activity, a vulnerability that was previously announced is reportedly being used to compromise thousands of websites that remain vulnerable. Cisco sensors identified a spike in the zero-access botnet infection activity from infected hosts, which indicates a resurgence of the botnet following the Symantec partial takedown reported in early October. Cisco released an update to the Cisco ASA Software Security Advisory to add the new crafted ICMP packet denial-of-service vulnerability. Cisco also published several security notices and released in an important security response on the use of dual elliptic curved deterministic random bit generator in Cisco products. Cisco has completed an internal investigation and has confirmed that dual ECDRBG is not in use in Cisco products. Finally, IntelliShield published 224 events last week, which included 138 new events and 86 updated events. In the trust risk management category, a call has gone out to the public to raise funds to conduct a full audit of TrueCrypt. The developer of this security tool is unknown, yet this software is widely deployed. What is clear is that a call to arms must be made because a widely deployed and trusted application such as TrueCrypt must be maintained. It should also be updated with fixes, patches, and even new options and features. However, beyond that, the adoption and footprint indicate that such a tool deserves a sound security audit. What is not clear is this. The security industry is so diverse, why is there a call to arms to raise funds for the audit? Why don't members of the security community band together and perform a dedicated audit without charge? Barring the political issues and bias, which should be ultimately set aside for the greater good, this is not a large demand. As opposed to seeking to raise money for an auditing project, why don't we look to run joint venture campaigns where we all pitch in? At the end of the day, we all have a stake in this game.
In the Security Trends Risk Management category, Akamai released their State of the Internet report for Q2 2013. The report summarized the growth of IPv6, mobile connectivity trends, internet connection speed analysis, and the growth of cyber attacks. The Akamai report is comparable to an annual physical, a checkup so to speak. It shows that the internet is providing huge opportunities for growth in many areas. Even areas that are problematic, like cyber theft, provide great opportunity for implementing protection mechanisms. Increased cyber threats are given the most coverage in the Akamai report. This makes sense with the cyber risks we face making headlines almost daily. A simple breach of access to a Twitter account may result in very significant events. This was seen when the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost $140 billion after an Associated Press Twitter account was hacked and used to send a false tweet stating that the U.S. White House was under attack. Distributed denial-of-service attacks were the highlight of the Akamai security section. It is hard to quantify all DDoS-specific attacks due to many unknown factors within a network. The bottom line, however, is DDoS attacks are on the increase worldwide. We went from placing a few filters on our Cisco IOS routers 20 years ago to protect the network to a multi-billion dollar cybersecurity industry employing thousands, producing countless complex security-related products. The business of protecting against cyber threats in the network continues to grow. The Akamai State of the Internet report for Q2 2013 is a great summary detailing overall Internet health. Next, in the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, the DNS record attacks continued, most recently impacting Bitdefender and ESET. The same pro-Palestinian hacking group has claimed credit, as with the previous attacks. Updating the information on those previous attacks, Register.com reported that the DNS record compromise of Rapid7 was not through a fax, but through a phishing attack compromise of administrator accounts for the DNS records. Multiple sources recently reported that the Adobe code hack may have been accomplished through the compromised accounts at PR Newswire. The continuation of these attacks is a further indicator of two identified attack trends. First, that attackers continue to move upstream of individual targets to compromise accounts or services that provide them access to multiple related websites, services, or accounts. This is simply an attack trend that provides a very efficient and productive return on the investment of compromise. The second trend is targeted phishing attacks that are being used to compromise privileged accounts as a primary attack vector. These types of attacks have been used in numerous breaches and compromises. The practice of sharing these privileged accounts within a business or service has been noted by the attackers and is being widely used. Organizations and individuals are advised to avoid this practice and to coordinate and implement additional controls with registers, web hosting services, account services, and partners. Multiple controls are available in most of these relationships, such as two-factor authentication, confirmation, and notifications of changes, and requiring additional authorization to implement those changes. Finally, in the Internet of Things category, recent reports from the Port of Antwerp indicate that smugglers may have compromised the port's electronic systems that are used to manage and move cargo throughout the port. The compromise appears to have allowed criminals to track shipments of illegal drugs and possibly other smuggled cargo, to locate the cargo container at the port and transport it before port authorities have inspected the container. In related reports, researchers are reporting the ability to compromise the Global Vessel Tracking System Automatic Identification System used across the industry to track ships' positions and relay critical information. 
The two recent examples highlight the potential security vulnerabilities and attack vectors of the Internet of Things. As more and more things become connected to the network for faster and more efficient control and management, these things also become vulnerable to attacks that aim to take control of them for malicious or criminal use. As this innovation continues, security organizations must continuously evaluate and work with the business owners to ensure the security of the networks and that endpoints are controlled and protected. We are only in the early stages for many of these deployments and systems, and attackers are only beginning to examine these systems for potential flaws that can allow criminals to exploit them. Many of the existing systems have never had security reviews or controls, which highlights the potential security risks of not implementing security controls on these systems. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.